to 702.co.za. It's 18 minutes after 9 o'clock. A, a school teacher was gunned down at Masugu Primary School in Folweni, south of Durban, on Tuesday. Uh, the, this, of course, has set tongues a-wagging, right? Uh, not too long ago, we've been discussing what happened at Forest High where uh, youngsters uh, fought and stabbed each other and uh, some, were, uh, you know, some, some died. And the conversation around safety at schools is beginning to reach fever pitch. And I suppose in that conversation, uh, there will be some reactionary statements such as teachers need to be armed. And uh, a particular organization has been uh, has been cited as having made that statement. I think the organization is called Educators Union of South Africa. We've tried to get a hold of them. Uh, and indeed, uh, we were unable to so that they could be part of this conversation. But one understands, yeah, it's a, it's a scary situation. Uh, they are saying that uh, government was forcing teachers to protect themselves due to a lack of security at schools. And I'm interested to hear from you what you feel about this. Now, I'm very, very clear. I don't always agree with the, the with many things that Satu says, but I agree with him this time. I think that it would be a dangerous precedent to say that teachers need to arm themselves at schools. But in the absence of uh, appropriate security measures at schools, what should teachers do? That's the question I'm going to be asking my guest, Nkosana Tolopi, Deputy Secretary General for the South African Democratic Teachers Union and Mike Shingang, your first Deputy President for COSATU. And indeed, you can be part of this conversation on 011-883-0702. Let me uh, welcome my guest, Nkosana Dolopi. Thank you very much, sir, for joining us. I really appreciate your time. Good evening, Aubrey. Thanks for having us. And let's you also... You need the Deputy President as well. Uh, indeed, uh, Mike Shingange, the Deputy President of COSATU, first Deputy President of COSATU, Mike Shingange, joins us. Uh, Mike, thank you very much for joining us, sir. Thank you very much for having us. Good evening to you and your listeners. Let me start with Nkosana. Nkosana, uh, indeed, uh, I think I agree with you that, uh, and uh, you've come out as, as SATU to say that it is ir- an irresponsible and reckless statement to make that teachers need to be armed, right? And I absolutely agree with you. But you and I will also agree that the escalation of the violence that we've been witnessing at schools, whether it is uh, between uh, learners themselves, between teachers themselves, or between teachers and learners, has reached uh, an alarming rate. What should be done in as far as security uh, is concerned? Nkosana? The first thing that we must do as a country is to establish the facts, is to establish the causes of the violence that we are seeing at schools. It is only when we establish the facts, the reasons why we are having this kind of violence, criminality at schools, that we will be able to come with good response to that. We should not be reactionary, like you said earlier. The challenge that we have in South Africa, first, is that in our view as Satu, is that we are having a sick society. We have disregard of values. We don't emphasize the values of love, of appreciation, of living with each other, supporting each other, tolerance, and all those kind of things. Now, these are some of the social ills that we have in our communities. Now, many a time, those social ills then get transported to all the institutions that are part of our society, and the school is one of them. 
we might go to hostels, we have a similar kind of thing there. So I'm saying, let's deal with the root cause. And the root cause is a sick society. A society, when it wants a car road, will destroy a clinic. When it wants a car road, will burn and close a school. When they deal with questions of demarcation, they will close the school. So our learners grow up in an environment where they think that the only way to resolve issues is through violence, is through criminal kind of ways. Something it can be just a simplistic kind of approach uh, to it. If we must look at the root cause and uproot it. It's only through doing that that I think we'll be able to move forward. I'm interested in the modalities of your suggestion, how practically that needs to be done. But let's bring Mike Shingange into the conversation. Mike Nkosana says we need to love one another. Uh, we need to uh, get values. We need to uh, 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 be more more coherent uh, in terms of our social values, moralities, and uh, ethics. Uh, what is Kosato suggesting, given the fact that we have teachers being shot in broad daylight in a, the hallowed um, precincts of schools? What do we do, Mike? No, that's, that's correct. We agree with Sato's Kosato, in fact, that uh, we need to, to do more in terms of the social cohesion in this country. But in addition to that, now that we are faced with the question of violence and people killing one another, including not only just teachers being killed, but also uh, kill, uh, the learners killing one another. And of course, you might have seen even in other sectors of society, including in health departments where uh, 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 teacher, I mean, uh, nurses and doctors are being raped by some people that are supposed to be assisting them. But in this case of the schools, what we are calling for, instead of reacting, in a manner that will turn the schools into a war zone. Because if you're asking teachers to bring weapons into the schools, many of the teachers sometimes may not be even a thought of uh, having only a weapon in the first place. But now you, if you are calling on teachers to bring guns to the school, they're going to turn a school into a war zone. We're going to turn uh, teachers into facing gangsters. We're calling on uh, our law enforcement agencies to act swiftly and, and, and precisely in terms of arresting and prosecuting those that... Uh, for instance, the situation what happened in Kazakhstan when a teacher was killed, we don't know and we don't see the role of the police that would have uh, uh, arrested that. Second, used to have or ought to have an insult to security services personnel, not the outsourced security security services that we have today that are not even uh, properly trained or even properly armed. We need to have a security services that are going to be belonging to the government to get all the government buildings, including the schools. That's the one thing that we must have. But that does not substitute what Sato is raising about a need for South Africa to work on a, 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 a moral regeneration, so to speak, where we're going to, to love one another, where we're going to heal all the social issues that we have in the country. But we're, yeah. we're also calling as Kosato that education and schools in particular are a societal institutions. If we're going to let uh, schools to belong to teachers, schools must teach and also guard and be security guards. That can happen. Society, the school governing bodies that are supposed to govern schools, that are supposed to regulate how schools must be run, that are supposed to take care of the education of their children, those school governing, governing bodies that represent parents are supposed to also be partners in trying to provide solutions to the social ills that Sato is talking about that will be bedeviling our schools and our society at large. Let's bring Kosana Tolupi back into the conversation. Kosana, I mean, there's no way anybody is going to disagree with you when you say we need love.
<laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Nobody's going to disagree with you when somebody says we need to be a more ethical society, a more moral society. But some might argue that is a trite response to the question. In other words, it's, it doesn't necessarily deal with the challenge that we have at hand. We have the practical realities of people coming onto school grounds, shooting our teachers. Children are killing each other. Uh, what, what practical modalities, what practical steps need to be put in place in order to give expression to the idea of more love, more ethics, more morality? No, no, Aubrey, uh, like we said, firstly, we must say that there is no silver bullet to the challenge that we are facing. So it's a complex situation, and therefore we must try different uh, kind of instruments uh, to make sure that we arrest the challenge that we are facing here. A few practical examples that we wanted to share with you, firstly, is that we must step up security measures uh, at our schools. I mean, we should be able to evaluate and assess uh, communities. I mean, if you go to the Cape Flats, I mean, that's where you have gangsterism, violence, and drug abuse. In at, at areas like those, we feel like we must up, we must up the question of security, provide them with more security uh, at those schools. But also make sure that from time to time, just the searches, random searches, uh, for learners, as they are coming into the school, make sure that there are no weapons, there are no drugs uh, that they are bringing. Uh, is that not is that not a violation of the human rights of youngsters? Uh, not, hmm? not really. I mean, look, we have a challenge now. Uh, the challenge that we are having is that it's a reality that learners do come into schools with drugs. They do come into schools with weapons, with knives, and so on and so forth. So we will have to address that without uh, violating, of course, uh, the right to privacy uh, of our children. There's nothing that we are violating because in any way, in the back of a learner. You should only be having uh, books and so on and so forth. So from time to time, when you uh, realize that there might be problems at the school, just a random search uh, can't kill anybody, nothing. The next one, for instance, is the question of us also, like the deputy president said earlier, to say that this is a societal issue. Get everybody involved. Let the parents get involved in the education of their children. Who would have seen, I mean, in many instances, where parents are involved, you, you minimize the question of violence, misbehavior, misconduct uh, of our learners, because parents are practically involved mm. to make sure that they monitor what is happening at schools. They come from time to time to come and just visit and see for themselves mm. as to what is happening there. Strengthen the school governing body. Let them comply in terms of policies. If somebody transgress, then you must act against that person. But importantly, importantly, I come back to the point, is that we will have to make sure that we emphasize the values in education, because you can look at the practical issues of security, uh, visits by parents, and so on and so forth. But if you ignore mm -hmm. the most important part, which is the values, the attitude, um, the ethics, all those things, if you don't address them, I think from time to time you'll come back to the same kind of thing. Yeah. Who would have seen yeah. in our country that for a long time we emphasized mostly on knowledge and skills, and we have ignored values. And I think we are suffering, in fact, the consequences of ignoring uh, values which are very, very important in the total development uh, of Elena. Mike Shingange, is this perhaps, as Ngosana seems to be suggesting, a matter of the misdiagnosis of the problem? In other words, we have been too focused on the practical interventions that need to be put in place without giving the framework, the, 
the the ethical framework, the values framework, in order for those uh, those practical measures to be to be employed and deployed, is this perhaps something that is forcing us to reassess the way that we understand the problem in order to come up with the right and sustainable forms of problem solutions for this situation? No, that that's correct because you see the the, the problem that the one one of the problems we can have as a country is to isolate this matter. For instance, as in schools or educational problems, while it's actually a societal problem that is sick, that is uh, riddled with violence. Because you see that we live in a society where uh, communities or groups or individuals uh, behave in a manner that. Uh, violence is a solution to every confrontation or every problem that is there. So our intervention must not be a piecemeal approach that we're going to go and guard schools only, we're going to go and expect teachers to get guns or expect teachers to also be securities at the same time while they are being teachers. But our intervention must be what do we do in society to change the behavior of society? To, to get parents to be involved in this matter. There are other stakeholders, there are other departments that are involved in trying to bring a more co- social cohesion in, 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 in society. For instance, we've got Department of Social Development, even the Department of Safety and Security. The issues they do in community safety, for instance, in terms of the community policing forums, what is it that they teach our society? What is it? What are the values that are inculcated in communities? What are the discussions that are taking place that, that must translate into the societal behavior in every sphere where we find ourselves in, whether it's been in schools, in clinics, or in hospitals, or in any other public institutions that we find ourselves in. So as a country, we have to wake up one day and take up a collective responsibility in trying to rid of our society of seeing violence as a resolution of every conflict that we might be having as a society. You know, at my church, we sing a song called Beautiful Words, Wonderful Words of Life. So I've listened to these beautiful words, Nkosana Dolopi and Mike Shinganga. What are you going to do to make these things happen? What is good, at least on a practical level, Kosatu uh, is convening a, a campaign committee meeting on a Tuesday. <laughs> on Tuesday, and uh, one of the issues we are going to discuss will be how do we respond practically uh, to this challenge of violence uh, at school. So, like I'm saying, we, we, we should be a holistic kind of approach to it, where all stakeholders are invited to make input in terms of how we can address this thing here. Like the deputy president said, social development as a department has a role uh, to play in terms of psychological psycho- kind of support that they must give uh, to the to the learner. The police, perhaps, uh, have a role to play in terms of assisting us with visible uh, policing, uh, being close to schools, adopt a cop and make sure that they visit schools randomly at any time uh, there is a need to do that. But you can't undermine the important role of parents uh, when you want to address questions uh, of violence. Yes, we understand that some families or some of these children who might be so violent might be coming from families that they are heading themselves yeah. Yeah. Uh, as, as a children. So you have those complications uh, that we are having. Practical examples as well, at the school as well. Overcrowding at school can also contribute uh, to violence over If a child is not uh, attended to by a teacher for a long period of time, feel ignored, neglected, and not uh, appreciated by the teacher mm. for a long time, the child develops some attitude of, like, I'm not wanted. And to, to get the attention of a teacher, he might resort 
to different ways. So I'm saying it's a complex issue, variety of suggestions that we can bring to the fore, but let's look at practical ways uh, of addressing this thing. But I still maintain the point that we must not miss the importance of values in education. Machingange Kosatu, the, I suppose, still the largest uh, union federation in the country, a uh, member of the Tripartite Alliance. You are right there in the seat of power, or at least you have the ear of power. What are you going to do about this? No, no, we're going to, like, for instance, uh, Comrade Dolope has raised, we, we're going to include even the student formations because our view is that the uh, uh, in both in the in the in the high um, I mean high schools and also in higher education, we have got the students formations that they can come to party and also play their, their role in this one. We're not going to only focus on putting the blame on the tripartite alliance or on the ANC or on the government. Yes, they must play a part, but it's a society. The 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 government doesn't have a sector where it produces people that is separate from the society where it produces people. Our point is that the country is going through a difficult period. Mm-hmm. In the crisis situations, we must all come together. We must stop pointing fingers and blaming at one point or another. The only thing we're asking from the government is that when there's a crime that has been committed, in particular, for instance, the way a teacher has been shot in full view of kids and that, that, that people can be walked out and run away, mm-hmm. they must be able to be pursued and be persecuted so that it serves as a deterrent. But over and above that, we want every structure that meets, whether it's the whether it's the Lekotla, whether it's the government the cabinet Lekotla, whether it's a, a sauna, they must discuss how we're going to resolve these this matters because it's a societal matter. Because there's no way we're going to produce educated learners. We're going to produce skills that are required when the learning environment becomes a scary environment where people are no longer safe when they go there. So everybody involved in South Africa must be concerned and must be trying to play a role. So the first thing we're going to do about it as a tripartite or as COSAT is that we're convening an a, 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 a organizing committee meeting on Tuesday. We're inviting stakeholders, we're inviting even the student formations so that we can share the experiences, we can share the strategies yeah. how we're going to combat on this matter. Mike Shinganga, first de- Deputy President of COSAT, thank you very much for your time, sir. Thank you, Robert. And of course, Nkosana Tolopi, Deputy Secretary General for the South African Democratic Teachers Union. Thank you for your time, sir. Thank you, Robert. Much appreciated. I open the lines now for you. You let me know how do we deal with the situation. Indeed, we need more love. Yeah.